Well, good evening, friends. Welcome to the Front Porch. Pastor Chris here with you, and it is uh, just an absolutely gorgeous uh, evening here in Northwest Ohio. And hope you had a blessed weekend. Hope you're able to uh, to gather and just be with uh, friends and family, or more importantly, to just spend some time with Christ this weekend. And we are into the month of August. Can you believe it? And I tell you, this year is just uh, just just trucked right on past. And uh, you know, as we as we um, approach uh, August and and you know we begin to look ahead, just a few short weeks from now, uh, kids will begin school. Uh, some states, uh, kids are already in school, and and so you know we we begin to look at things and we think, geez, the summer's coming to an end, and we uh, we find ourselves in a in a moment, if you will, of transition for a lot of, and so I hope and pray it goes well for our students. I want to encourage you to be in prayer for them as they uh, close out their summer and return to the classroom. Pray for our teachers as they get ready to uh, to reinspire and to reinvigorate our our children and our various communities all over this nation. Uh, one thing I want to start with tonight, just ask for your prayers very specifically. A young, a young lady named Marley, she uh, lives in the Bowling Green area and she's been missing since Friday evening. And uh, just ask you pray for her and her safe return uh, to her family, uh, to, to both her parents and siblings and grandparents. That uh, I, I can only imagine the, the level of fear. I had the opportunity to uh, get to know her a little bit uh, during our time in Bowling Green. And just ask for your, uh, just ask for your heart and prayer for her and... Uh, for her family, you know, as I uh, as we begin kind of this week together, and 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 we begin to shift into this new season, this the fall, if you will. Uh, one of the things I wanted to touch on tonight is this passage out of the Gospel of John, and and you know, it's here in this in this text where Jesus gives us a couple pointers. Um, in particular, he touches on this thought and this concept about the light. Uh, the light of the world and who Jesus is, but but more importantly, there's a there's a phrase and it happens very often in the scriptures. But it is it is a call, it is a message to all of us, which is to follow Him. Uh, Jesus says in this verse, He says again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, "I am the light of the world, and whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but they will have the light of life." Um, and as I said, there's two main huge pieces to this one passage of scripture in which Jesus points the fact that he is the light of the world and that that when we have Christ in our hearts and Christ in our lives that that we we never will be in darkness again that that through us there will be an immense and beautiful light that will come come into our hearts and and, and then shine out in the world and and I'm telling you the world needs it I mean the world oh so desperately needs us but but it begins with right in the middle of that phrase, follow me, follow me. Um, it, it's, a, it's a Greek word, uh, 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 I can't even pronounce it, but um, it basically says to be in the same path. Jesus looking to, he calls, of course, his disciples. And, and, and you know, until the disciples actually say yes, until the disciples actually stand up from their places in the world and say, yes, they're not disciples yet. Jesus is only posed to the question and they have to, they have to uh, make that conscious choice to become one with Christ, to be, 
to be not just followers, but to walk the same path, to be accompanied by Jesus in this life. Uh, Ann and Dave, it's good to, good to have you guys here tonight. Uh, speaking of Dave, I hope you're doing well, my friend. I know you were feeling a little under the weather over the weekend and hope you've recovered a little bit, sir. But, but as I look at this passage and I think about these two concepts, light and follower, or to be in the same place, you know, one of the things that, that you know, when darkness falls in our lives, it, and I mean, you just look at the night when the sun sets, right? We're always attracted to the light. It's, it's hard to live in the darkness because it's dark. It's hard to see. Uh, living out in the country, you go outside of, of the village out into the fields where the, there's not as much light. It's harder it's harder to see. You turn the headlights off. It becomes real difficult to drive. Because the truth is we need that light to follow. See, see, th there's two things there, but but in reality, it's one. In reality, it's one big thing, and that is that is this call to follow Jesus. But what Jesus is saying to us today is... He says, whoever makes this choice, it's a big choice. It's an intense choice because, he says, you're going to be asked to leave behind your worldly professions, your worldly possessions, your worldly dreams, your worldly ambitions, your worldly family and your friends and the safety and security that you know. And you must take up this cross and you must be with me on this path that we're on now so you know it's it's hard because because we hear that and we think well i don't want to give up my family i don't want to give up my safety i don't want to give up my security and my friends to to follow you jesus but but the reality that's what he's talking about and that's what he needs us to do because if we follow him then we deny self and we accept him we, we become more like him we don't be him we become more like him because see in this world that we live today it is all about self-promotion it's all about me and and what what is good for me and when i say good for me i'm referring to the sense of not what's good for my health or good for my mental stability or or any of that but but it's about what can i do to promote and and give a a, a have the world's light on me been a lot of talk about a lot of these uh, athletes in the Olympic Games who have, in a sense, stood up to the world. Uh, you know, we have Simone Biles who, who has stood up against uh, the, the pressures of the Olympics but said, you know, my mental stability is, is more important than a gold medal. And, and so she, she made that conscious choice. And, and there's been other athletes in other countries making choices. Uh, I think it was the... Uh, women's volleyball team specifically i think the beach team for a country uh, sweden or finland i don't remember the exact story now but but they made a choice they were not gonna wear the uniforms that they felt were degrading to them and so they had other choices and they and so they they were gonna face fines for it but they still stood at their ground but when it comes to a relationship with christ the world without question says take care of yourself first make, make yourself comfortable uh, find entertainment for yourself because that's what the world wants you to do it, it wants to it wants you to 
make the world revolve around you. And Jesus says, you, you have to do the exact opposite. You have to do the exact opposite. Because by doing the exact opposite, you will have my light. And when you have my light, mm, it, it, it'll be more precious and more beautiful than you can imagine. But there comes a price with that choice. For the disciples, it was it was extreme. Peter was crucified upside down. Andrew was, was crucified. James was beheaded. John was exi exiled. Judas would, would commit suicide because Judas chose to run instead of be a disciple. But, but in all of these situations, irregardless, there is a cost to accept Christ and there is a cost to follow Christ. And they're two different, I think, in, in some regards things because we accept Christ, we begin that transformation. But then to take that step and say, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you. It's saying, I'm, I'm willing to lose everything, Jesus. I'm willing to do all this for you. And when we, when we make that choice, friends, when we make that choice, it, it becomes a love that that passes a, a, a level of understanding we can't even comprehend yet. Uh, it, it gives us a new purpose that transcends everything in life. And, and we become, at least I believe, we become eager, we become willing, we become excited to lose the lives we once knew and, <coughs> and proclaim this new life that Christ has given to us. Because we begin to discover the true path that God wants us to walk. And it acknowledges certain facts and certain uh, roles that the world calls us into that, that are, I mean, I'm going to tell you, more important and more precious. I'll give you, give you an example, a story I read uh, a while back now, several years ago. Uh, I was working on a sermon and, and I read this story and it's kind of stuck with me. But, but uh, there was a social worker who had received a call that one of, uh, of their clients, an elderly gentleman, had... Uh, um, taken a fall uh, he'd apparently gone out for a walk and he needed help right away um, he was he was he'd gone for a walk and got home and was tired and then fell as the story goes so th this particular worker knew that this gentleman uh, wasn't hurt bad but but needed help up and was going to need help himself getting this client up off the ground and so he uh, and they weren't far so he called his colleague who would who was in the other building uh, just near where this man was and said, hey, I'm on my way. Can you meet me at apartment such and such? Because uh, one of my clients, uh, we'll, we'll name him George, I don't remember his name, but we'll, he needs help and I'm going to need your help. And he, he said in the story, and I don't know if it's true or not, he says, my colleague said to me, well, I, I got to check my calendar first before I can commit. Um, I got to check with my spouse to see if, see if uh, there may be something missing on my calendar. Uh, and then I got to check what's on TV later to, to make sure if I go do this, am I going to miss any TV programs I want to watch? Um, I got to make sure I, I don't need to get home and, and fix supper. And, and I mean, the, the list became endless and then the story just went on and on. And, and, and it was a considerable amount of time the social work wrote. And eventually he got there on his own and uh, the other man didn't show up to help his colleague, and so he ended up struggling. But he got got the gentleman off the floor and into the seat, and he was unhurt. 
but but it just goes to to point to a, a greater issue and that when we follow anything for that matter but especially when we follow Christ we have to be willing to put aside those those selfish desires watching TV which seems silly but but maybe there's a movie on it and there's a particular show that that you kind of uh, center yourself on or maybe it's a book you're trying to finish or I mean it's all sorts of things uh, you can see the cat's tail behind me tonight <laughs> I think he wants in um, but but all of these things pile up and, and it's not like none of us want to go help each other out but but I think for a lot of us we begin to to worry or we begin to to struggle with that whole concept because because it comes down to it there's a sacrifice and we know there's a sacrifice to follow Jesus and sometimes it's just hard to wrestle with but yet when we allow ourselves to do that very thing when we allow ourselves to to step out and say I'm gonna I'm gonna help Christ today well it's just a love that that is just magnified by this light because you see it's it's not Jesus we help but it's we allow Jesus to help through us this is what this means when Jesus says follow me it means walk with me on this path of ruggedness of, of troubleness of, of, of just an understanding that we can't even wrap our mind around but but go with me because because on this path on this road, greatness will follow. Joy will be replaced with perfection. We'll begin to feel a healing that is not a physical healing, but it's a spiritual healing. And we begin to witness how God in our own lives does things that are just I mean, just undescribable. And, and I want to encourage us all to, to really look at our own lives and say, I, I'm a follower of Jesus, but what does that mean? It means you're going to walk on this road with him and, and that you're going to have to make sacrifices and you're going to have to make choices. And, and to follow Jesus is not easy. And while you might not be crucified, as Peter was, Andrew. You, you might not be exiled like John, but there comes a point when things of similar nature will happen for you. And you've got to make that choice to be with Christ because when you do, it, it just becomes a, a different life. And you begin to have this light in you. And I made the choice to follow Jesus and I'm not even talking about ministry just follow Jesus I, I realized that I'm going to struggle I realized I'm going to fall down from time to time but that but that he will be the one that picks me up he will be the one that gives me the strength to endure these tough times in life that come and go and be it a, a peace that I can't even tell you about because it's indescribable that comes from life is not perfect it's full of challenges and opportunities the light of Christ heals us all heals us all
I encourage you to walk with Christ today. Follow him and know he is leading the way. As we come into a, a time of prayer tonight, last week I was asking for prayers for one of the individuals in our community, Tim. He, he did, uh, he didn't lose his battle to cancer. He, he beat it because he's with Jesus today. He left this earth and I encourage you to pray for his family. And as I mentioned at the top of this, pray for Marley and her safe return and pray for all the families. I had several calls today about uh, families I don't personally know, but, but around here that, that lost loved ones, some to illnesses, some to just, it was their time and their age. And there's a lot of grief. It's kind of certainty, isn't it? But the one certain thing is that in our prayers tonight, we pray for our own spiritual journeys, but we'll pray for the ones whose spiritual journeys might just be on pause because of grief, that for them they will undoubtedly feel the presence of Christ in their life. I invite you to join with me in a moment of prayer. The Lord be with you. Loving God, I, I give thanks to you tonight, Lord. I give thanks to you for the precious gift that you give to us through your Son, Jesus. You know, Lord, as, as we come into your into your presence, as, you, as we come to be surrounded by your glory, we know that you and your Son are calling us, calling us out to follow you. And Lord, you've got to know, it's hard to give up all those things the world tells us is important. But we ask for, for courage tonight to give those things up and embrace you. To be surrounded by your glory, by your essence. Be healed by your touch. There is a lot of grief tonight, Lord. I know there's a grief everywhere. But I just ask for your special mercy upon us tonight that we are restored by the grace you've shown us in your Son, Jesus. The grace on the cross, the grace in this fallen and broken world, a grace which surpasses all knowledge and understanding, a grace which is so beautiful that it is perfected by your Son, Jesus, on the cross. Lord, pray that someone somewhere tonight hear your voice see your presence, whether it's through this moment of devotion or whether it's some other method, they will feel you and they will come the Father. I thank you, Lord, for this day, for this gift of your Son, Jesus. In his name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Friends, as we as we look ahead each and every day of our lives, we, we find ourselves on this spiritual journey, don't we? And to follow him, to follow him requires great faith. And it requires obedience. It requires gladness of praise. That you will have the grace to follow him. I want to encourage you to 
not just give thanks to God, but to realize that God has given you the faith to stand strong in a broken world. Well, I thank you for joining with me tonight here on the front porch. And as we look ahead, may God bless and keep each of you. And may you see the face of Christ in your life. Until tomorrow when we gather again, may God bless and keep you. And may you know Jesus. Good night from the front porch, and I'll see you tomorrow.